Welcome to the Andrea Ingstrom Show. I am passionate about helping you break through to your next level of abundance, success, and freedom so that you can create the life you desire and inspire others to do the same. I'm your host, Andrea Ingstrom, and on today's show, we are going to talk about time value. So all of us have the same number of hours in a day, but not all of us use our time equally. And that is why you will see some business owners who are earning millions of dollars a year and others who are earning zero dollars a year just trying to get things going, or maybe their business has slowed down. But every business owner that I've worked with over the years has a ton of potential when it comes to how they value their time and time management. And so I want to start today by talking about what I call the time management quadrant. In every person's life, there are four different categories where I group where your time is going. And in quadrant one, I would call this things like crisis, emergencies, and putting out fires. And these are things that on the, the spectrum of urgent and important are both urgent and important. And so if you've ever worked in a business, or maybe you run a business that is understaffed, then it may constantly feel like we're just picking up the baby that's crying the loudest. And so we're operating from a place of emergency or crisis and just being responsive and trying to take care of things as they're coming along. And so that's quadrant one. Quadrant two, in contrast, are activities that are important, but they are not urgent. And so this category would include things like prevention, planning, improvement. If you're going through a program that is designed to help you be more successful in your business, like my Bold Confidence Blueprint program, then doing your homework in one of those programs or implementing the things that you're learning is often in areas of prevention or planning or improvement. We're trying to get better at an activity that will help us grow our business. Um, but those are often the things that get pushed down the to-do list because they're not urgent. However, the more time we spend in quadrant two activities in planning, improvement, and prevention, the less time we have to spend in urgent and important crisis, emergencies, putting out fire. And so it's really important that we, we schedule and prioritize time working in our life and in our business in preventative and planning and improvement activities. Quadrant three are activities that are not important, but they are urgent. So these would be things like interruptions, the phone is ringing, text messages. Um, if you're checking your email constantly, this would fall under that category. And those are typically someone else's to-do list for you. And so when someone is reaching out to you and asking for, for help or they need you to do something and it's not something that's on your to-do list sometimes, those can be things that suck away your time. And so that's the things that are really important to minimize through prevention and planning and improvement as well, but also through a couple of key strategies that I'm gonna share with you later on our, our um, episode today. Um, and then quadrant four are activities that are not urgent and not important. And unfortunately, this is an area that many of us get sucked into way more than we'd like to admit. And so these would be 
time wasters. Escape activities, overindulging is something that I put on this list as well. So if you find yourself defaulting to scrolling social media, that would be a time waster or an escape activity. But if you find yourself wanting to eat birthday cake in the middle of the afternoon and it sucks away your energy for the rest of the day or having one too many glasses of wine at the end of the day. And so then any anything you were going to be doing that would be would have been productive kind of gets put to the wayside in favor of just the over overindulgence. Um, that's another thing I would categorize as a quadrant four activity. And so these these are the things that when we look up and at the end of the day and we go, man, where did the day go? Where did my time go? It's often in those quadrant three and quadrant four activities. And so what are some things that we need to be focused on instead? What do we need to make sure as a business owner that we are prioritizing? Well, there's a concept called the time value matrix specifically for business owners that I want to share with you. So in every business, there are low value activities and high value activities, and there's stuff that's in between there as well. So a low value activity is something that does not really generate income for the business. And it's something that you could probably outsource pretty affordably. So things that would be either zero or five to $15 an hour or $25 an hour work. If you could outsource it to someone for under one of those dollar amounts, then as the business owner, you probably shouldn't be doing those activities because they're not going to be earning you income. It, it's the things that make you feel like you're wheel spinning in your business because you're just doing busy work that you probably need to get help with. In the middle of the spectrum is $50 an hour to maybe even $250 an hour activity. As a business owner, these are things that may be generating income for your business or they have the potential to. Um, and so categories like marketing, lead generation, you know, putting systems into your business so that you can hire someone else to help you with those activities that you could outsource pretty affordably. Those are all things that maybe fall into that medium value quadrants. Um, but then it, on the other end of the spectrum, we have activities that generate 500 to maybe even $5,000 an hour or more. And if you're listening to this and you're like, wait a second, I'm not earning $5,000 an hour in my business. Well, let's talk about that because in every business, there are typically some higher dollar value activities that in most cases, especially when you're first starting your business, it's really important that you focus on prioritizing those activities in your calendar because you need to be generating income in your business if your business is going to be successful. And so as a real estate investor, I might say getting something under contract is a $5,000 an hour activity. If you um, are a coach like me, then when you sign on a new client, that's a high value activity. When you get money coming into the business, those are high value activities you know, running your sales team would be another high value activity in your business. And so think about what those things are for you that actually generate income in the business. And we, all of us need to figure out how do we spend more time in those kinds of activities and less time in the wheel spinning, time wasting activities or in activities that really are something that you could outsource to someone else. And just for clarity, 
When I say a low value activity, it doesn't mean that the person doing the activity is of low value. There are toilets that need to be scrubbed. But if you want to earn a million dollars in your business this year, and you are still the one scrubbing the toilets in your business, or you are the one that is programming the back end of, of your CRM, you gotta get help in your business. And so many business owners at their highest value activities are generating $1,000 per hour or more in their business, but they are doing at least 20 hours per week of $25 per hour work. But so they're doing activities that they could hire someone to do or they could outsource pretty affordably. But why does this matter? What is the cost of doing 10 or $25 an hour work when you are capable of generating $1,000 an hour? Well, if you're doing the $25 an hour work, who is generating $1,000 per hour for your business? And for most of us, when we're first starting our business, the answer is no one. No one's doing that work. If you're doing the low dollar um, per hour work, then no one else is doing the $1,000 an hour plus work. So why does that matter? Well, if we do some math together, 20 hours per week times $25 per hour for 50 weeks in a year is $25,000. So if you wanna earn $25,000 in your business, you know exactly what to do. Do $20, $25 an hour work, 20 hours a week for 50 weeks in your business. Now, 20 hours per week times $1,000 an hour for 50 weeks, if we do that math, it's a million dollars. So if you were to earn a million dollars in your business, 20 hours a week at $1,000 an hour for 50 weeks is a million dollars. So this is my question for you today. Here's my challenge to you. What do you need to let go of today to create the space and time to powerfully take the action required to accomplish your goals? What are you using as an excuse today to not take massive action. So many of us will use things in our life as an excuse, a busy, like, oh, I'm so, so busy, but we're not busy doing high income generating activity. We're busy doing the things that we could probably get help with. And so I want you to really, really think about that. Is, is what you're doing today in your business truly generating income or are you looking at the account each month going, wow, why am I not generating the income I really want from my business? And I've just given you a couple clues on how to make that happen. But here's the thing. If you struggle to find enough time in the day, I want you to do this. For two weeks, track what you are doing every 15 minutes. And I know that sounds like, Andrea, I'm going to spend all of my time tracking my time. But here's the cool thing. It's just like when you're when you're tracking your food intake, like if you're on a diet or something like that, and you start writing down everything that you eat, nobody wants to write down that they ate Fruit Loops for dinner or cheesecake for breakfast or a couple bites of their kid's PBJ sandwich for lunch. You're going to be much more cognizant of where your time is going during the time that you're tracking your time. And that's a good thing for you because you're going to be actually seeing of the productive activities you do what is it that you could identify to outsource or to simply, you know, stop doing it? Um, and so you're going to use a spreadsheet or a printed time log. You can find those online or if you're in one of my programs, you have access to those things. But at the end of the two weeks, I want you to look back and identify where large chunks of your time is going and then identify two or three things that you could shift to free up at least one 
hour per day to work on the action items to accomplish your goals. Over the course of a year, 50 weeks, and if you're working for 50 weeks in a year, like most of us do, then you might find that if you free up one hour a day, five days a week times 50 weeks in a year, that's the equivalent to six plus 40 hour work weeks. So if you're like, man, I don't have time to do these big projects that I'm working on, here's a way to find the time. Look for how you can free up just an hour every day to recapture that time. And if we are honest with ourselves, most of us could recapture that time by spending less time on social media and other interruptions or escape activities that we're doing in the course of a day. So I want you to really, really think about that. Where is that time going? The next thing that I want to encourage you to do is to time block on your schedule for the really important activities. Time block for the things that will allow you to prioritize the action items for putting those goals that you have, those important priorities, that high value activity um, into action. So if it's not on your calendar, that means it's not truly a priority. So those of you who have been meaning to get to it, you might need to time block on your calendar to time block your calendar. Add an hour to your, to your day, um, replace an activity, and just put an hour on your calendar to get ahead of it and time block out the next couple of weeks. And, and what time blocking looks like Time blocking is literally just deciding in advance how you will allocate your time. So if you have things on your to-do list, it's literally picking a time on your calendar when you are going to accomplish that activity. And so one of the things that I like to do um, with my to-do list is put a time amount next to each of the action items. How much time will it actually take you to accomplish that thing on your to-do list? And then once you have those times allocated, it's really easy to go, okay, where in my calendar and I am I going to accomplish this thing? And then you put a, an appointment with yourself on the calendar to accomplish that thing and move it forward. And this is one of the, the tips that I want to share with you today. If you find yourself in a lot of those quadrant three interruptions, emails, messages coming in, your phone is ringing, and you get interrupted all the time, this is a really good hack for you. When you schedule an appointment with yourself, I want you to treat that like you are having an appointment with a highly paid professional. You are in the process of becoming a highly paid professional as a business owner. And so if, imagine if you were sitting across the table from an attorney and you pay that attorney $300 or $400 an hour and you were sitting across from them and your phone rings or you get a text message and it's someone, it's like your mom or your sister or somebody. And they're like, Hey, what's going on? You are not stopping your appointment with that highly paid professional in order to quickly answer that, that person's call or to step out and, um, and interrupt your appointment with them. You are that highly paid professional when you have an appointment with yourself. And so if they're persistent, you can always say, hey, I'm in an appointment. Can I get back to you after four o'clock? If you were sitting in a dentist's chair, nobody would be mad at you for not taking their phone call. Because when you say, hey, I'm in an appointment, let me get back to you. 
And then you keep keep focused on what you were doing in that appointment with yourself. Nobody's going to be mad at you. And sometimes we have to manage the people's expectations around us in order to prioritize the things that need our attention in those quadrant two activities, the planning, prevention, the preparation, the, the making sure that we're ready for the next thing and that we're improving our systems in our business or we're, we're creating things that are going to generate income in our business. So never apologize apologize for having an appointment with yourself. Never apologize for prioritizing the things that are going to move your business forward. As long as we're having good balance in our life, we should, we should always have the ability to time block to move those things forward. The other thing I want to encourage you to do is to prioritize the things that are priorities in your life. So if you are creating a business in order to have more freedom and time with your family, don't neglect your family while you're doing it. Prioritize time with the people that you love and the relationships that are important to you. And sometimes that means we have to time block on our calendar in order to prioritize family time, date night, you know, hanging out with your kids because they're only kids once, right? And so I don't want you to sacrifice all of your time in relationships today, hoping for a better tomorrow. Um, and, and when we are prioritizing, that means we are present. That means we put the laptop down, we put the phone away, and we are present with the people that we love and that we're spending time with. Because most people who love you and want to spend time with you are, um, are going to be happier with a present you for a smaller amount of time than a, than a version of you that is never fully present when, even when you are in the same room as them. And so we've got to prioritize our priorities. And, and for our, us as business owners, that means prioritizing high value activities and high quality of life activities, the things that fill you up with energy, including making time for your relationships. All right. Well, here's my challenge to you today. I want to challenge you. If you feel like there's never enough hours in the day, I want to challenge you to track your time for two weeks. Every 15 minutes, you're going to write down what you're doing with your time and then identify uh, two or three things that you can eliminate or delegate from your list so that you can make time for the high income producing activities and things that bring you energy. All right, if you want to gain more clarity in your life and in your business, I want to invite you to join me for a free workshop for women entrepreneurs on how to build your personal clarity, confidence, and connections so you can increase your income and live your best life and inspire others to do the same. You can register for free at andreaingstrom.com. And if something on the show today resonated with you, would you let me know by giving me a review on this podcast? If you're a woman entrepreneur, you can join my Facebook group, Bold Women in Business Sisterhood, where I share strategies for clarity, confidence, and powerful connections so you can build the business and the life that you deserve. Till next time, I'm Andrea Ingstrom, encouraging you to take action on your dreams. You are the one who makes your dreams come true. So show up to your life with power and authenticity. Be bold, be tenacious, be present, and make it happen.